When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Breaking the Huddle. I'm Joel Klatt. This show is brought to you by Dr. Pepper. It is the one fans deserve. Lots to get into with college football heating up towards the end of October. I'm going to bring you my top 10, my almost top 10. Uh, we've got Kenneth Walker from Michigan State on the show. We're going to talk to him, and I'm going to break down my kind of top five Heisman guys in our X's and O's segment. So uh, we're going to take a look under the hood at those players. Let's get into right away, though, the almost top 10. These teams that didn't quite make my top 10 they were close Oregon uh, they survived Ole Miss survived that crazy game at Tennessee that's unbelievable uh, Knoxville come on you got you got to do something about that Notre Dame five and one Kentucky six and one so Kentucky fell out of that top 10 after their loss to Georgia let's get into the top 10 though this is how I see the top 10 right now uh, through week seven in college football. Penn State goes down to 10 even in an off week, but that's because of where everything had to fit ahead of them. Iowa went to nine, but they needed to stay ahead of Penn State. So I've got Iowa at number nine right there at six and one after that loss to Purdue. Wild game. David Bell went totally off in that game. At number eight, I've got a newcomer to the top 10. Mike Gundy's Oklahoma State team, six and oh, saw him live in Austin, Texas. That Oklahoma State team, I got to tell you, defensively, they were really strong. Uh, they got the pick six early to keep them alive a little bit. And then the run game. How about the run game with Jalen Warren was fantastic. I. I love what Jalen Warren was able to do offensively. They only gave up one yard of offense in the fourth quarter, gained well over 140 yards, came back and won that game against Texas. Texas ran out of gas, no pun intended. Uh, at number seven, I've got Michigan State. Mel Tucker is doing business there with Michigan State. Remember, we've got Kenneth Walker on the show in a little bit. At six, I've got Michigan. They've got Northwestern this weekend. Gus and I and Jenny will be there in order to call that game. Michigan State off this week before a potential undefeated matchup between the two Michigan schools. We'll be there, by the way, in East Lansing next week for that one. At five, we stay in the Big Ten East. It's Ohio State. Resurgent offense. The defense is playing better. C.J. Stroud looks healthier. He looks better. They look explosive. That's a scary team coming down the stretch, there's no doubt. At number four, uh, I've got Alabama at 6-1 and one after that loss to Texas A&M. They righted the ship a little bit at number three. I've got Cincinnati at three because I moved Oklahoma up to two and then Georgia at number one. Oklahoma at two. I just want to rest here for just a moment because OU is a different team now than they were a couple of weeks ago. Folks, what Caleb Williams now has brought to Oklahoma has totally changed them. Okay, so last week against TCU, that's the first time that against an FBS opponent, they've won by more than a score. 
So something's going on. I think it was the run game. Caleb Williams' ability to run the football and his threat as a runner with his legs, not to even to mention his dynamic ability to throw the ball, but his threat of running, he makes their entire offense better. Here's the evidence. Kennedy Brooks last week against Texas, after Williams went into the game, he started going off uh, the running back for, for Oklahoma, well over 200 yards. This last week, well over 100 yards. In those two games, TCU and Texas, Kennedy Brooks has run for more yards than he did in the five previous games. So that's where this offense is going to find their explosive plays. They found them down the field. They threw for touchdowns. Williams has clearly got a strong enough arm and provided a spark. This Oklahoma team is just flat different. This is the team that we expected to see early this year. This is a team that right now you would expect to win the Big 12. Again, you would expect them to find their way into the playoff. And it's a team that could threaten maybe even some of that uh, power that we see from Georgia on the defensive side because of the new quarterback, Caleb Williams. He was fantastic. And just a quick aside, Oklahoma fans, I know you were upset at me because I defended Spencer Rattler uh, back when you were chanting for Caleb Williams. And here's the deal. You were right. You were right. I was wrong. Now, I don't think Spencer Rattler is not a talented quarterback. I think he's probably going to emerge somewhere and hopefully have a very good career. But you were right. What Caleb Williams brought with his legs to that offense has totally transformed them. And when they can run the football, they can get explosive down the field. You were right. I was wrong. Boomer Sooner. Oklahoma at number two. Uh, let's talk about Heisman, right? It's October. We're getting there, although it's been a weird Heisman year. To be honest with you, I really wanted to include more guys in this segment, but we just don't have time. So I'm going to go with kind of my top five right now, although I think legitimately you could have six or seven guys that could actually win the award. Let's start with what I think that the Heisman represents. Okay, we, we, we always argue about like, well, is it the MVP of the best team? Is it the most outstanding player in college football? It's supposed to be the most outstanding player. So, so for me, that means a player that plays above the X's and O's. It's not just about the numbers for me, although you have to have great numbers. It's also about your ability to make your team right even when the opposition does everything right. Those are rare players. Those are special players to be above the X's and O's. It doesn't matter what's going on. You can still excel in the middle of a football game. So let's take a look now at a few of the guys. Let's start with Michigan State running back Kenneth Walker. First of all, this is what Kenneth has been able to do from a numbers perspective. He leads college football with those close to 1,000 yards, 997, 142 per game. That leads the country. Only Power 5 player with multiple 200 yard rushing games this season he's been fantastic but is it more about the offensive line or is it about Kenneth now while it's both let's show you a play where he goes way above the X's and O's the defense is going to do everything right this is just a nondescript handoff against Young Youngstown State and I want you to watch early in this play as soon as Kenneth Walker who's in the backfield is going to get the ball you're going to see some unblocked players guys get off of blocks first of all he's got a guy right in the backfield now you've got other guys that are pursuing that are getting in there he's still breaking tackles there's other guys with chances the defense has done everything right here they have gotten into the backfield they've got a chance to tackle him several different times and he's able to make a bad play great he makes this an explosive run you're telling me after the onset of this play, the ball is snapped to the quarterback. The offensive line gets absolutely beat right here. They're beat, totally beat. The defense has won. No, they haven't because Kenneth Walker is above the X's and O's. He makes people miss. He gets to the edge and he creates an explosive play. 
That's one of the reasons why I love Kenneth Walker, is that he is an above the X's and O's player. And by the way, we're going to talk to him next segment. I can't wait to talk with Kenneth and uh, have him share what his year has been all about so far this year. Let's move on. Okay, the next player that we're going to evaluate is Bryce Young, quarterback at Alabama. Leads the Power Five with those 24 passing touchdowns. He's got 297 passing yards per game. Uh, only three interceptions, number one scoring offense in the SEC. He's got all the numbers, but does he play above the X's and O's? Yes, he does. Let's take a look at Bryce Young on the field. Here's a play against Old Miss in which the defense does everything right in the red zone. He's got nowhere to throw the football right here. Great coverage, but he does what he's supposed to. He scoots up in the pocket, and he's able to then find a wide receiver late. But look, he doesn't even have his platform. His platform being his legs. Your legs are what generate the power to your throw as a quarterback. Check out the talent that he has. So again, everybody's covered. And as soon as Bryce Young gets the snap, he does what he's supposed to. He moves up in the pocket. This is the perfect position to throw from. But right here, his legs are just parallel. He's got no platform to throw with, and he still throws a dart into the back of the end zone, and he's able to create a touchdown. That's above the X's and O's play right there from Bryce Young. Let's go to the next play for Bryce Young. He can do it with his arms. What does he do when the defense calls a great coverage? He's going to get the snap. There's only three guys rushing from Mississippi State, which means there are eight guys in coverage. Very tough to throw the ball against inside the red zone. Now you get a win from those three defensive linemen, but he's sudden enough to get away. He pumps the football to freeze the defense just a moment, and again, he runs down the sideline and is able to get all the way into the end zone. This is a play in which the defense is right. They do everything right. They only rush three. They take away all the passing windows with the eight guys in the secondary. They win up front with only three, and he still gets away. Now he's able to pump, provide just a moment of hesitation from the defense to where he gets the edge and gets into the end zone. That is above the X's and O's play from Bryce Young. Let's move on. Bijan Robinson. Let's break him down. Leads the Big 12 in scrimmage yards per game. Look at down here. By the way, since last December, 174 scrimmage yards per game, 19 touchdowns. That's both the most in college football. He is special, and he's getting it done. There's no doubt. Let's take a look at a couple of those above the X's and O's plays. What happens when the defense is right? They do it. They call the right defense. They play it right. Here he gets the ball. He's got two defenders, eyes on him. He's going to use speed to beat the first defender. Now he's going to jump cut after using speed, get away from the second defender. Now he's got to regather, use speed again to get away from the third defender. That's insane. That's insanity, folks. This is, this is not supposed to happen. The defense is supposed to tackle him right here for a loss of one, maybe no gain, maybe a yard at the most. They've got two players right there, eyes on him, speed. Now it's the jump cut. He gets away from both guys. But it's not just that. It's the balance and it's the explosiveness to get back to top speed and beat everyone to the end zone. That's stupid. That's ridiculous run right there. Next play. We've seen that one. What does he do against Oklahoma? This has become kind of the iconic play of this game, even though Texas didn't win. Speed around the edge, almost like a track star. Ooh, you see that little jump cut? Now it's about the vision. He gets away, gets away. Favorite part right here. Get off me, son. Get off of me, son. He's not a huge guy, but bam. He throws the stiff arm. Defender goes feet overhead. Gets all the way inside the one-yard line. So, again, every element is there. While it was blocked well, every element is there. He's got the speed and the burst to run the edge. Now the little jump cut. Now it's all about Bijan. Look at all of these Oklahoma defenders that have a shot. This defender right here, he's got the angle. He's got everything. Boom. And he's just thrown to the ground. 
thrown to the ground by Bijan Robinson. That's above the X's and O's play. Gotta love what he brings to the table. All right, next, let's move on to a couple of quarterbacks. Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati, 64%, 260 total uh, yards per game, 16 touchdowns, only two interceptions. Led Cincinnati, by the way, to 50-plus points in each of his last two games. And since last year, last 13 games, 41 total touchdowns, only four interceptions. Taking care of the football, doing what he needs to do. But what happens when the defense is right? Can he go above the X's and O's? Let's take a look at the film. Here's Desmond Ritter against great defense against UCF. Okay, the defender on the outside here plays this perfectly. He's got the position, that's terrific coverage, and yet Ritter makes him wrong with great ball placement. There's not a lot you can do as a defender when the quarterback can do this with his arm. Watch the accuracy. First of all, the wide receiver stacks the defender, so he's got to go over the top, but still under the end line and not out of bounds. And he throws that in basically like the window like throwing it through my arms like this. That's the type of window that he has to throw that ball. That was just an excellent throw. You can't defend that. That's above the X's and O's. Let's go further into this game and check out what he can do with his legs because here they're going to run a little zone read. Now this is third down. You got to stay on the field and move the chains. UCF does everything right. Three defenders there to stop him. Nope. He's able to stop, burst, get north and south, which means upfield, and he's able to move the chains and create a nice little gain for Cincinnati. So again, it's a zone read play. He comes out there. The defense does everything right. They've got three guys there to stop him. What's the coordinator supposed to do when you can't get him on the ground? There's not much you can do. Ritter, he's able to move the chains. That's above the X's and O's. But that's still not quite my top guy. And the top guy is going to be Ole Miss quarterback, Matt Corral, he's been exceptional. 22 total touchdowns, only one interception. He leads the SEC in total yards per game this season at 360 and all SEC quarterbacks with 75 rush yards per game. I hope he can play this week. We'll see about his health. That's the kind of risk you run when you run him 30 times against Tennessee. Probably shouldn't do that. But let's take a look at what Matt Corral can do on the field. This is above the X's and O's stuff right here. All right, first of all, you're going to get Matt Corral, and this is a terrific blitz design from Tennessee. They do everything right. They get the free rusher right in his face, but he waits long enough in order to get away. There's the pump that we also saw from Bryce Young. Young quarterbacks utilize that pump. It freezes the defense. Now it's the athleticism and it's the speed to get to the sideline and move the chains. That's third and long, folks. Third and long, the defense did everything right, and he's still able to move the chains. Let's go to the next play now, because Matt Corral, while he's special with his legs, he's more special with his arm. Here, great protection. Watch this. Just goes way up and over the top. You can't defend that. You can't defend that. That's not a blown coverage. That's nothing but just an absolute missile from Matt Corral. So he can beat you with his legs, and then he can do this up and over the top. Wide receiver does not even break stride, and he can hit you with the explosive pass play. This is one of the reasons why I think he's your front runner right now. It's because he can do it all, and he can do it all very well. Run the football. He can scramble. He can also beat you over the top with that big arm. Uh, he throws for a high com uh, completion percentage. He doesn't turn the football over, and that's one of the best offenses in America. Matt Corral, well done. Everybody on the list, you're above the X's and O's. So happy to be joined now by the nation's leading rusher. Guys, put him right in the center of that Heisman Trophy conversation. For a resurgent Michigan State team, I'm talking about Kenneth Walker from Michigan State. Kenneth Walker, what's going up? How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. How you doing? Dude, thank you for being with us. Um, I want to take you back to the first game. We were just talking before we got started. Your first carry of the season, right? First play of the season. 
you took it the distance against Northwestern, and it was like, man, that should have been an omen for what this season was going to be, man. You guys have been fantastic so far. You're in your off week. You're undefeated. But that carry got things started off on the right foot. Yeah, yeah, we've been uh, – it's been a great team effort. You know, we've been uh, grinding hard in practice, and uh, I'm, I'm glad the season's been going the way it's been. Okay, so, Kenneth, those of us that know Mel Tucker, and I knew Mel, you know, some of them – some people played for him or knew him at Georgia and or, or when he was coaching with Coach Saban. I got to know him when he was at the University of Colorado as a head coach. Coach, we know – that this dude is all about toughness, right? And there's nothing he wants to do more than impose his will and his team's will on the opponent. How much pride are you guys taking in the fact that you're able to run the football, and in particular, you leading the country? Yeah, we uh, take a lot of pride in that. Um, you know, Coach Tuck, even before games, he says the name of the game is hit. So, you know, we always talk about being physical and practice. We always have physical practices. Um, but yeah, we take we take pride in running the ball hard and uh, our offensive line. We have a good O-line and they do a great job up front. Did you see this coming? I think those of us on the outside looking in, you know, Michigan State was not a very uh, talked about team in the preseason. It wasn't an in vogue pick. And yet here you guys are. You're in the top 10. You're in your off week getting set to play Michigan next week. Did you guys have a sense that this could be a special year? Yes, sir. Uh, even at the beginning, like uh, when I first got here in the winter, you know, we would work out in the winter, spring, and you know, during camp, we we built that culture and uh, that bond with each other, and uh, you know, we grinded and we we expected the season to go the way it is. Lots of transfers. You know, there were a lot of new faces. You talked about coming and and getting in in December. How has that gelled? You know, normally, because that can go one of two ways, right? It doesn't work at all, yeah. or it just gels together. You guys are a unique, modern college football team, you know, in terms of, of transfers, COVID seniors, you know, all, the, all these different elements, and yet here you guys are making it work. Why does it work? Right. Uh, I believe um, the guys that were here already did a great job of uh, taking us in, you know, the transfers. You know, I'm in a room with Eli, Jordan Simmons, uh, uh, not Harold, because he was a transfer as well, but um, Jordan Simmons, Donovan, and they did a great job of, like, helping us learn the ropes and telling us how things go here. And uh, Coach Tuck did a great job as well. He even had us come in for a talk and ask for things. Like, I got here a little earlier than some of the other transfers, and he asked, like, what could we do differently to make it much easier for those guys when they get here, you know, and that, that made that made things a lot easier for us to come in. And, like, I know we, uh, we've established a brotherhood here, and it's been great. Why did you pick Michigan State? You know, you're trying to find a spot uh, to land, to show out, to shine, right? You, I mean, you need your shine on. That's why, like, we're all trying to get on the field. We're all trying to play, but you found it. So what were you looking for when you were looking for a spot? Yeah, um, I felt like this offense, when I, um, I, I was able to get on the phone with Coach Cap, actually, and then I talked to him a little bit, and then I would talk to them uh, each day. So... I ended up getting a chance to talk to Coach Johnson, Coach Pease, and Coach Cap on a phone call, on a Zoom, actually. Um, you know, we weren't uh, allowed to come here time because of COVID, so yeah. I did a little virtual tour yeah. and things like that. And they was able to show me the offense and how things work here. And uh, after that talk, I ended up talking to Coach Tuck, and I uh, loved the pitch that he gave about uh, the culture he's, he's uh, building here and things like that, and I was very interested in that. And I felt like uh, this was the best place for me. So the question I have is that on that on – that conversation with coach tuck did he smile because we don't see a lot of smiles yeah. out of coach tuck but he he smiled yeah he <laughs> smiled he actually 
<laughs> he actually he actually was eating a salad while he was talking to me and he was just smiling away because he got he had just got done with something yeah, he was smiling. <laughs> well, I mean, Coach has done a great job. You have done a great job. You've been a joy to watch so far. Gus and Jenny and I are going to be up in East Lansing next week as you guys get prepared to face Michigan. We'll see if they can get by Northwestern this week and make that an undefeated top 10 matchup, which would just be, I mean, what anyone could only dream of, in particular in a position like you guys are in. So, hey, congratulations this year. You're, you're playing great. Stay healthy and keep it up, man. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Let's get a little clap back here. Take a look at what's going on on the Internet, even though I loathe the Internet. But let's take a look. Gorski Lion, first of all, can you guys zoom in on this? Like, my man is just rocking the one overall strap chest out amazing sunglasses the long hair and he's not even grilling he's like making eggs which is i wanted to do this week just so we could look at that picture like brosif is rocking it at breakfast with one overall strap amazing it was my understanding that you were knowledgeable about college football keeping iowa in the top 10 is absolutely absurd they have no offense and their defense cannot cover you're spending a little too much time in the sun gorski all right my man guy here's the problem with your take is that you do not take into consideration that they beat iowa state they beat indiana and the week previous they beat penn state which is a great team and what they can't cover listen they they failed to cover david bell but david bell is the leading wide receiver in the big 10 right now david bell could be in the Bolitnikoff conversation, and he's done this to Iowa before. The problem with Iowa is that they turned the ball over when they got into the scoring area. That was the problem with the game. But Gorski, keep cooking those eggs, my man, but maybe put on a shirt. That's going to do it for Breaking the Huddle today. Gus and Ginny and I are going to be in Michigan for Michigan Northwestern this week. Next week, same time, same place, right here, Breaking the Huddle, brought to you by Dr. Pepper. It is the one fan's dessert.